0: your boy the one and only a switch aka the undisputed undefeated uncontested social distance champion aka the karaoke king <laughs> uh if you follow my twitter you probably you may you may uh may find what that what that means um i'm gonna I, I, I give you a little note um. <laughs> uh, that's what <laughs> I can't even. Uh, that's why they. That's why they call me the. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, I couldn't even, I couldn't, even, <laughs> I couldn't even bullshit that one. <laughs> oh man. Um, oh man. I threw me off. Uh, AKA the taco meat tyrant, AKA the buttermilk bastard. AKA, um, pretty motherfucker. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. All All right. Uh, uh, I feel sorry for the people that are listening to the audio only version of this, but, uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but, um, beep beep. (laughs) 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 I mean, beep beep. I'm looking pretty damn handsome right now I'm not gonna lie so it's been a minute I uh finally now that uh I've got one vaccinated and uh felt that it was safe enough um got that haircut I'm looking I'm I ain't gonna lie to you I mean I mean looking I I mean I'd eat myself if that made me know. I mean, that is that cannibalistic? Let's let's (laughs) let's not get into it. Um, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites, episode 106, to be exact. Uh, for those that don't know, Switches Sites podcast is a, a gaming podcast where, uh, I talk just about that. Dumb good old video games you already know um yeah today's date is may 27th 2021 uh this is also the first stream uh stream slash podcast episode uh being 32 thank you thank you so much thank you so much i'm only getting better So yeah, hey. Boy, at least uh from the gaming front, man, we is uh we getting an overload uh dare I say of uh gaming news and E3 ain't what we two weeks away away from E3. So <sighs> Jesus Christ. I mean my goodness is it's so much. It's so much. It's it's a lot. <laughs> It's it's, it's it's a lot, so uh, pardon me if I've missed uh, any integral stuff, but I think uh, we definitely have a pretty good episode lined up today. A lot of interesting topics to talk about, and uh, yeah, so uh, without further ado, let's stop the dilly-dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion... I can, hopefully all these topics I'm talking about, hopefully I remember to keep my codes code, right? Hopefully. So probably the biggest news <laughs> also, uh, probably the most recent reoccurring news topic, uh, of course, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's gained like a huge reputation now. The, um, the Switch Pro, the, the, <laughs> the thing that keeps getting brought up rumor-wise, uh, it seems to yet again uh, keep holding Steam. So according to Bloomberg.com, apparently the Switch will begin assembly uh, as soon as July And, you know, actually, just to really read this whole statement, Nintendo Co. plans to begin assembly of its new Switch as soon as July and release the upgraded replacement for its four-year-old game console in September or October. People familiar with the matter said, the new console, likely to be priced higher than the $299 original, may be announced ahead of E3 Conference starting June 12th to allow publishers to showcase their full range of Switch games at the global event. The people said, asking not to be named because the plans are not yet public. It will be sold alongside the $199 Switch Lite with the standard Switch phased out over time. Assemblers will start shipping the new model whose commercial name is known only to a handful of people within the Kyoto-based company as early as July and production is planned to ramp up to a peak in October-December quarter this is desperate this, oh yeah this is despite desperate widespread semiconductor shortages that have affected the supply of everything from automobiles, the TVs, headphones and game consoles, including <laughs> the Switch itself, which is funny as hell um, a Nintendo spokesman Declined to comment, so uh, um this is this just has a this is loaded all around, so I think at least the rumors at least initially were somewhat around this, but I think people found it hard to believe, especially considering the uh semiconductor shortages and stuff, which is pretty much <laughs> bringing a halt to literally everything electronics related in some way, shape or form. Um, but it seems like it's still happening. So, I mean, there's that. Um, and then I think recently, uh, just like an hour ago before I started, um, Nintendo or no, I mean, of course, take this with a grain of salt, but apparently supposedly, um, There's been a listing on (laughs) Amazon Mexico of a Switch, (laughs) Nintendo Switch, a placeholder. And, you know, for those that may not know, a placeholder generally is a pretty, Mm, it, I think it depends on the site generally, but it's generally the biggest indicator that something is valid or, you know, likely to be happening. Um, But, you know, sometimes placeholders can be false. I think in some cases it can be like some like third party seller that puts it up just to, you know, potentially gain traction or maybe potentially (laughs) I, I, I don't see how it will be possible, but trying to maybe potentially get sales, but I don't even think that's really feasible, but either way, I mean, all the rumors are starting to really, uh, gain traction. I think a marketing person from Nintendo also somewhat kind of, uh, you know, unabashedly confirmed that, uh, at least for sure we'll be getting an announcement before E3. So I think probably the likely likely, uh, uh, occurrence is definitely either, I mean, potentially maybe tomorrow, uh, before, before, um, a uh, Memorial weekend, or if, if not, then probably the following week. Um, cause I believe they said the intention to announce, uh, the console is to, um, let all the developers announce the games that will be coming for this upgraded switch afterward. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> cue to cue the, uh, cue to gif. It's happening um I I just Nintendo if you listening cause I know you are I know you are (laughs) I'm I'm certain you are please for the love of god please name it Nintendo Nintendo Super Super Switch. Switch I beg of you please this is the biggest opportunity that you cannot fuck up nintendo you hear me don't you dare this is what has been like what 20 more than 20 years in the making all right don't fail us nintendo all right don't you do it (laughs) don't you dare do this nintendo (laughs) don't you dare do some switch pro no um new nintendo new nintendo switch ass trash throw it away super nintendo switch i repeat super Super nintendo Nintendo switch Switch. the pitch nintendo all right you just it's, it's a softball nintendo it's like the slowest softball ever hit that damn ball Get a home run, please. Nintendo, don't you dare stop it. Whatever you you doing, that isn't naming this thing, Super Nintendo Switch, you need to stop and don't and name it Super Nintendo Switch. (sighs) I'm serious, Nintendo. Heed my words. Heed my words or else. (laughs) I'm coming for you. (laughs) I'm coming for you, Doug Bowser. Otherwise, (laughs) just to just to just to have a conversation like, hey, man, so uh, about that Nintendo really Nintendo Switch Pro. Come on now, Doug, Doug, you better than this. (laughs) You're better than this, Doug. Come on now, come on. Uh, I know he's not the um, he's not the head of the head of the crop, cream of the crop, uh, when it comes to management for Nintendo. But damn it, he he probably knows somebody. Okay, so uh, I'm curious of the price point. Um. I mean, depending on what this thing is, at least going by previous rumors, it doesn't seem like it's um, gonna be any more powerful. Well, I mean, like ridiculously powerful, but I'm guessing from what people have been saying about the specs, how they're pretty decent, but not necessarily like, you know, a whole like sequel iteration, Worthy, I'm thinking maybe three fifty four hundred. It de- it just depends on what it is. I just want to know. <laughs> I want I want confirmation. <laughs> Give me confirmation, Nintendo, please. I beg of you. Um. So yeah, I mean, we've been beating this this horse like so many damn times. It's just, <laughs> I guess. Depending on how you you interpret that, that could mean uh, multiple things. But but I digress. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, hey, at this point, I think we just. The blue balls are starting to to emanate. All right. We just. (sighs) Nintendo, just give us that release already. Soon. Soon. Please. Okay. I think we've talked. Hopefully the next time we talk about the Switch Pro, we actually know what it is and it actually is announced. And we can have something tangible to, you know, speculate, judge, criticize, you know, going forward. So, yeah. Um... Speaking of Nintendo Switch, <laughs> you thought I, uh, you thought I was going, you thought I was gonna move away from it, but oh no no no, we got more, <laughs> we got more Switch for you. Technically no, but <laughs> keeping that Switch train going, um, from Ars Technica. Apparently, Valve is actually making a Switch-like portable gaming PC. So, at least what it what's, what it seems like is a direct... Uh, I mean, yeah, I think it's safe to say a direct Nintendo Switch competitor with this Valve device. So, um, going by the last previous, I want to say last two episodes or so... Uh, with the, uh, <laughs> the a one, uh, high school reporter or interviewer that, uh, that, uh, almost let <laughs> had Gabe almost let it slip. But, um, I'm, I'm assuming that's probably, uh, possibly partially, um, a part of you know what is maybe potentially going to be announced at e3 or slash summer's summer game fest i feel like we need some term now (laughs) to to uh include both summer games fest and e3 now it's it's this weird divide like (laughs) like your parents are divorced and you (laughs) which one do i go to on the week weekends i don't i don't know um we gotta switch every, ho- <laughs> every holiday, uh, but I mean it's, it really is. But according to the Steam client beta, at least looking at the code, um, there is a Steam PAL, uh, which uh, uh, supposedly is a a name for uh, essentially this device. Uh, as well as this Neptune controller, um, in addition to that. So, I mean, it's all adding up. And then also there isn't the, in terms of that same update, it added a quick access menu and a power menu, which at least, I mean, those are things you would implement if you were, <laughs> were to make a switch or a portable console, um, So, I mean, it makes sense. And considering that, um, considering that they, uh, Valve has also like dipped their feet into the, um, into the hardware market with, of course, the Steam controller and the Steam Link. um, It seems pretty likely that this is gonna happen, especially now that Valve has established their like, you know, at least personally speaking, like literally my whole gaming library is is within Steam and, you know, of, of course, the I guess Valve ecosystem. So, you know, I think that will be yet another like point that would get people to um, get this console. It's like what you I could play. All my existing Steam games on this console, like this, all these, all those, uh, Steam sales are actually like getting more use now. What? So if done right, I think, um, this could definitely make a killing. This could definitely seriously compete with the Nintendo switch. Um, Yeah it's it, it, if it, if the hardware is really good i think it could definitely like be a ridiculously serious competitor to the Nintendo Switch especially considering like i think even like pc gamers generally at least have a switch um maybe a ps4 i i i understand most people probably don't generally have a need for an xbox if they have a pc considering a lot of the exclusives are playable on pc so it makes a lot of sense i definitely would get one if it if uh it's it's pretty solid hardware as well as letting you be able to play all of your existing steam games on this console Yeah that's it's a it's a it's a definite buy for me personally um so yeah i think uh of smart. Uh this is a pretty pretty uh good idea I'd say. Um Yeah, I think that's the only thing that can happen. I really do. It's yeah, I think it's pretty likely. That's this also the only the only thing they haven't done at least from a hardware standpoint, too. They tried technically a console as well where they made basically piece uh PCs that are in the form factor of a console and you know tried to give it the moniker of a of a console which technically you can still do regardless now you you can always have steam like instantly uh boot into um uh the steam OS basically to launch games uh like as if it's a console so i mean yeah, I think it's it's a it's a given. Just uh as long as they execute, I think they could they could definitely pull it off for sure. So Steam I wonder what would it be called It's probably something valve related um the Steam Let's see so is the Steam link and then um I guess yeah I guess that's really the only the term what would it be called? The steam. <laughs> Part of me just want to say the steam exhaust, but uh, well, the valve exhaust. I feel like that could grow on me a little bit. The valve exhaust. Introducing, Introducing the valve, valve exhaust. exhaust. It could grow on me. I think, yeah, it would definitely it would definitely be in line with the steam i guess valve is uh you know nomenclature if you will i don't know um hmm I'm curious the 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 mini mini steam the the steamer <laughs> <laughs> the valve steamer i mean it it's corny enough to be like to stick, but I'm not sure if it would have staying power. Hey man, you wanna, you trying to play on your steamer? I I get it, it would get confused. Like, no, I got, I literally got a steamer right right here. What are you, what are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, it's, it's stupid. It, that actually, that's kind of a pretty dumb idea the more I think about it. I mean. If anybody can make it, make it stick, it would be valve. I think, especially with, specifically with the PC audience, I could see it. I could see it. Well, only time will tell, but, uh, I'm pretty, this is, I think it's a given. I think it's very likely this will be, uh, be a thing. Hopefully, hopefully you can like literally play games um on on it and not like have to stream it where you're forced to you know have a network set up hopefully you can you know install these games locally and maybe it possibly has some modified windows 10 os that is you know generally the most compatible with uh a lot of things um i could see it and we've seen other devices similar to it that are as well trying to compete with the switch in terms of form factor. But you know, they have like a a very low, very short battery life and you know, loud as hell got (laughs) straight up exhausts coming out of everywhere fans blowing on. So if they do it right, if they, you know, have a good fair battery life is uh, quiet enough. Um, Overall feels good, user-friendly, pretty easy to play PC games that you have in your existing library to this thing. Uh, It could definitely work for sure. So moving on. So, um, PlayStation 4. Well, not even PlayStation 4 specifically. PlayStation, um, released this weird, uh, is it a IR document? Generally an IR document? I would assume this is meant for, like, shareholders, I guess. It seems like the intention is for shareholders, but either way they released uh, earlier this week, this like, uh, what, what looks to be a, a shareholder document presentation type deal, but it seems to be generally for the public. It looks like, but either way, uh, there were, there's a lot of interesting things to take away from it. Um, at least going by it, <laughs> a lot of it definitely would appeal to shareholders, but either way, um it outside of that there was some very revelatory uh things to take away, at least to highlight a couple of them. And probably one of them is uh uh very surprising like uh increase in, in uh demographics at least specifically they've been highlighting is gender so um growing female interest in playstation gaming so uh at least going by the playstation one um in terms of console ownership specifically uh for the ps1 (laughs) 18 percent uh female uh owners of the ps1 now to the ps4 slash ps5 41 percent which is it's pretty crazy when you think about it Um, but you love to see it. I'm, I'm all for more inclusion of different races, creeds, uh, what have yous. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So cool to see, um, more diversity within the, (laughs) within the gaming realm now. And at least now it's further solidifying how, how crazy gaming is now and how much more it's going to be like way more. What's the word? Like, uh, I'd say interesting from like, uh, you know, not just <laughs> clearly like trying to appeal to a specific demographic, like a a young male that just only likes shooters and action games. That now at least hopefully this means that uh, at least developers will now start to cater a bit more to. You know n- at least now knowing that they're <laughs> that the average gamer isn't just uh eighteen year old uh white male, you know what I mean, so you love to see it um the uh yeah, it just feels like they are like. <laughs> <laughs> they're <laughs> more or less, uh, jacking themselves off at this point. Cause it's like, <laughs> why we believe in PS five, our games have never been better. Let me get my, <laughs> why we believe in PS five. Our games have never been better. Best ever launch lineup. Uh, so they compare PS four, uh, kills on shadow resogun, PS three PS Vita ports. Um, and it seems like they're uh showing their Metacritic scores, which is interesting. Uh, which I think this is a first. I don't think uh at least when it comes to that, I don't think at least they themselves have necessarily showed their Metacritic scores, but I digress. Um and then they compare it to their uh launch lineup for the PS5, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Demon's Souls, Sack Boys, <laughs> Sack Boy, Sack Boy a big adventure. Uh, and then later on Re- Returnal and then it, it's interesting now, I think they changed it, but <laughs> before, um, they did show, uh, God of war Ragnarok, which at least it seemed like they semi confirmed the title, but, uh, at least I think according to Imran Khan, who's a, uh, renowned Porter, at least now currently associated with FanBite, that, Um, (laughs) it seems like Sony actually Google, Google their own logo and essentially got like, uh, took a fan art logo of their own IP and implemented it in the document. (laughs) So it's like, all right. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So (laughs) I think whoever did that is probably, (laughs) probably got fired, but, um, hey. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you're in a bind, you know, sometimes when that belt, that belt just gets destroyed. You got to, you know, you got to get creative, you know, (laughs) you got to get creative, you know, Uh, at least in some cases to the detriment of uh, the whole company. (laughs) Um, So I guess technically that's not official, but at least people are thinking that. God of War Ragnarok was confirmed to be the official title of the next uh, God of War game. But apparently <laughs> it was it was cop uh, <laughs> uh, thanks to fan art. Uh, we almost we almost got got a confirmed sequel. Uh, to be honest, I thought that actually was the legit the, the legit title of the the next God of War Uh, At least, I guess, you know, maybe just by uh, osmosis. I was like, oh, yeah, because everybody's calling that. Like, I I guess it must be God or Ragnarok. There you go. Um, Other interesting tidbits. Um, So just a lot of uh, some obvious stuff where it's like, uh, yeah, of course. uh, COVID-19 the engagement and stuff like that uh free to play i know one other big point that i uh wanted to touch on was oh yeah the pc front so i mean what's very interesting is that apparently Uh, They basically confirm that and yeah, pretty much confirm that Uncharted four is coming to PC as well, which is, you know, now seems to be a part of PlayStation's like initiative to start porting some of their exclusives to PC um, uh, outside of their console exclusivity. So at least day days gone came out, I want to say a few weeks ago, Uh, horizon zero dawn, and at least now, I guess, next on the list is Uncharted 4. So, interesting. I'm curious how that will play out, especially considering the multiplayer. If, like, you know, will that be included? Um, but, yeah. it. And also, I guess, it, it somewhat is now solidifying that PlayStation is definitely uh, starting to, at least, trying to get in some of that market as well. So, Which is it's pretty cool. But... I think (laughs) it's funny, I think this is kind of a big middle finger to people that like, you know, of course the most obvious deserving uh, game, uh, PlayStation exclusive game that uh, I think a lot of people would like to see on PC, (laughs) Bloodborne, (laughs) is like, Nowhere to be found. I mean, maybe this might be likely a PS um, PlayStation announcement or something. Or I mean, um, announcement around E3 that will finally get bloodborne on PC, but it's like <laughs> every other game, but bloodborne, it seems like <laughs> we're not going to give you guys a port. We're not going to give you guys a PS five, uh PS five, uh update. Nothing. You get nothing. So, there you go. Um, I'll pretty much outside of that, just a lot of other obvious stuff. A lot of like, I guess, <laughs> what do I call it? Um, business, <laughs> business suity stuff. <laughs> that is the most ignorant, <laughs> the most ignorant description of this. But <laughs> well, all this business suity stuff they're talking about, but. Uh, I promise I'm not, I'm not that ignorant, I'm sorry. But to try to keep it, I don't know, just to keep it relatable, I guess, I don't know. But yeah, this seems to definitely be a, this whole document, what is it like, 40, 37 pages? Seems to definitely be appealing to, or uh, geared towards shareholders and (laughs) all the business suits, all these business suity people. (laughs) So, um, there you go. Cool stuff. Pretty, pretty insightful anyway. As somebody who is, who I like to consider myself a video game enthusiast, I do like a lot of the related stuff like sales and, um, various miscellaneous facts and stuff like that. So cool stuff though. I like it. I like it a lot. Moving on, virtual fighter five. I gotta do it. Virtual Virtual fighter 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 (laughs) five. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. (laughs) I, I wanted to try another angle, but I'm like, you know what? I'll let it be. Actually, one time for the self esteem. (laughs) virtual fighter Fighter five Five. (laughs) I put too much too much emphasis on that but you know what I don't care um let's uh go to the next topic so uh virtual fighter five um is confirmed Uh, it was a lot of heavily rumored that this was going to be, well, I think it was either between this or that, uh, there is going to be a totally new virtual fighter, but it seems to be kind of a bit of both now because, uh, technically it's virtual fighter five, but it seems to be completely remastered with the, um, dragon engine, which is, uh, associated with, um the Yakuza games, which is, it's kind of funny. It's kind of, it's kind of come full circle now since, uh, it's almost, uh, well, yeah, pretty much majority of the Yakuza games, it, <laughs> depending on, uh, on where you come from, I guess, uh, what, what, <laughs> what's the best way to describe it? Uh, some people viewed Yakuza as, oh, um, uh, it's a, uh, it's virtual fighter five, but with Yakuza, <laughs> which, uh, that kind of hurts. I ain't gonna lie. If you uh, come to me about that and say, Oh, Oh, uh, you, you uh, virtual fighter five, but, but, but with Yakuza, I'm like, I want to punch you right now, but I won't cause I'm a civilized person, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's kind of funny going full circle now that Virtual Fighter Five is actually implementing the new Dragon Engine for uh, this game, which is uh pretty cool. Looks pretty good. Uh, it definitely seems like there's some cool, interesting new like aspects that this engine kind of uh introduces. Like at least the biggest one for me playing the previous game or the base game um is like. The, uh, hit physics, if that makes sense, where it's like, it seems to be way way more flashier now than like the base virtual fighter game where it was more, uh, I guess not generic, but plain, which is not necessarily, it it worked for virtual fighter it seems. So, but I think if anything, it'll only add more to the, like, I guess appeal, uh, aesthetic, um, I don't know, just like, uh, subconscious, uh, satisfaction when doing combos and, you know, playing the game. So, uh, also the UI is updated. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, there was a rumor before that virtual fighter, um, virtual fighter would be a PS plus game for June yeah June which actually ended up being the case since they officially along with this announcement revealed that virtual fighter five ultimate showdown um is going to be uh one of the ps plus games um for June so I think this is definitely the best predicament that virtual fighter five can be in considering how like admittedly very niche. This game is, um, I think it's definitely the best scenario for this game. Um, is it for sure to like, you know, get, a get a lot of eyes on it and a lot of players to play the game too, which unfortunately leads to another point, um, that I think we re- was recently discovered with this announcement is that, uh, unfortunately this, uh, will not have, uh, rollback net code, uh, which is generally the preferred net code nowadays, uh, for fighting games, considering, um, how it's pretty much been generally proven to be the most, um, reliable and fair, uh, net code, but it seems like looking like this won't be the case. So hopefully (laughs) Hopefully get your get your net Dumas <laughs> set up, get your, uh, get your geo filters set up. So, uh, for those that don't know, maybe what I'm talking about, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Let me stop trying to be, uh, uh, alienate people. But for those that may not know, uh, net Duma is, this is, I am not sponsored <laughs> at all, uh, by net Duma, but net Duma uh, is basically, uh, software slash hardware. Um, they've also been included with, included with, um, Netgear. I know they had, they, uh, collaborated with some routers as well, but basically it's, uh, essentially software within the router that, uh, is basically pretty good in terms of kind of doing the work that, uh, these devs should technically be doing if that makes sense so basically um an issue with a lot of online games at least nowadays is um they well distance is generally uh an issue uh depending on the net code of a lot of games so what the net duma generally does is it lets you isolate um people that are too far from you or uh, where, you know, a lot of problems can arise because of the distance. So then that Duma essentially will restrict who you can connect to. And you can basically confine it to like, however you want to specify, if you want to just do it for your state or, you know, a couple states nearby, whatever. Um, but it essentially will let you, um, restrict who you connect to, which in turn generally, will result in much worser, laggier, you know, overall, uh, unfavorable, like online matches. So basically the intention of NetDuma is to pro- <laughs> uh, help a lot of games that, uh, do have poor net code slash matchmaking, um, to make it much better and tolerable. Um, but I mean, of course, they essentially won't do that all the time in terms of like, you know, if a game's net code is bad, a game's net code is bad. But at least it definitely helps a lot. At least in my experience, I think it's definitely helped uh, in a lot of ways, especially for problematic online games like probably Smash. Smash is definitely a big one. Um, some games like call of duty is generally, uh, one as well that, uh, can be problematic, um, depending like on your predicament, where you're at location wise and stuff like that. So of course it, it, it won't be the end all be all solution, but in a lot of cases it definitely does, um, help or mitigate, uh, some of the problems that like, uh, are introduced generally by just pouring that code that is based on, Uh, that relies on being in very close proximity, which, you know, not to, you know, (laughs) totally deviate this whole discussion, but, um, I think that's also the misunderstanding that is what started a lot of problems with at least specifically fighting game net code is that basically the net code that is made by a lot of Japanese developers, um, is basically within that one track mind of being of players being in Japan where they're, I think they generally have very good internet and are, you know, obviously in uh, close proximity within, uh, that area. But when it comes to the U S where it's like, I think internet is generally more variable (laughs) in terms of quality, um, where a lot of issues and including the distance can arise. So at least layman's (laughs) rough quick layman's versions of uh <laughs> Ned Duma so if I ever make that joke but yeah so I mean hopefully uh well I mean it's it's a given that it'll likely be a lot of lag potential Oh, uh, forgot about Wi-Fi warriors <laughs> let's not get started on the Wi-Fi warrior discussion <laughs> uh let's not get started on that one but um just a very quick thing in terms of that. Uh, essentially, uh, if you play fighting games and you use Wi Fi, uh, stop. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop. Uh, generally speaking, for the most part, if you have Wi Fi and you're playing fighting games, at least the person you're fighting against is generally going to have a bad time and you're generally going to have a. Uh, arguably unfair advantage, uh, you know, considering uh, the unreliability of Wi Fi, and you know, at least specifically for gaming, of course. So, again, very <laughs> basic layman's version, but you know, so, uh, but hey, we, we, Virtual Fighter is back, all right. Um, I, 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 like, I like it for a lot of the reasons I like Tekken where it's, uh, it feels you get a very, um, easy to learn, hard to master, uh, kind of vibe, which I do appreciate about these games. Um, at least with virtual fire, it feels like it feels way, even, even more basic than Tekken, which I do, uh, it does appeal to me. Cause I think you only have punch kick block generally, I believe so. You know, it's very easy to wrap your head around and, you know, kind of deviate and grow from there. So apparently I hear the I haven't really been on the online scene when it comes to virtual fighter, especially considering the reputation of the online net code. But um, it's to my understanding, it seems like the virtual fighter community is very welcoming and understanding. So at least for me, I'm definitely going to give it a fair shake. See if uh see if um I can grow as a player and become <laughs> become the best virtual fighter <laughs> I couldn't the Courtiness the corniness got me I could Courtinus could even could not let me keep keep a straight face with that so <sighs> anyway <laughs> um but yeah overall I'm excited uh virtual fighter is coming back um hopefully Hopefully, uh, this could ultimately result in, a, you know, a sequel with, uh, you know, ideally rollback netcode, but we'll see. We shall see. I'm very curious how the tournament aspect of this, since this is being very much touted to be, I guess, quote unquote tournament ready, but how you, how are you going to be tournament ready with no, no, with no, uh, rollback netcode? How does that work? but uh i mean considering that playstation is going to be bought evil i think it's definitely a given that uh virtual fighter is definitely going to be one of the contests contestants at evil contenders or games to be played at Evo. so i i'm at, i do i've i've seen a bit of it but uh i do love me some damn high level virtual fighter not even going to lie to y'all is some very fascinating stuff that they be pulling off in, 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 some high level virtual fighter, man. You love it. I love it. I know. I know. I I know. I love it. So I'm be very, uh, very engaged and interested to see, uh, who's going to be the best of the best, um, come evil 2020, 2021. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Well, well, well. Moving on. Monster Hunter Rise. So uh, earlier this week, we did get uh, an announcement um, uh, for Monster Hunter Rise update. 3.0 uh basically a breakdown of what to expect so a lot of interesting uh tidbits for this update um probably the biggest for sure is uh, crimson glow valstrax uh let me try that crimson glow valstrax kind of one more time crimson glow valstrax damn it <laughs> valstrax that's that's tough Valstrax 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 okay Crimson, Crimson Glow Valstrax okay that's good enough um so this is definitely the biggest uh I guess I don't know attraction to this game um for those that may not know uh Valstrax was the flagship. Yeah, the Val the the flagship for Monster Hunter Generations. Um so pretty cool to see him come back. It does make sense since <laughs> this monster technically has only been on been on the Nintendo uh Switch platform so far. Seemed like it would make sense for them to implement implement it. Uh especially considering like surprisingly how Monster Hunter Rise does take a lot of aspects from a lot of aspects from um uh generations in terms of like hunter arcs which are kind of like partially in this in a lot of various ways too. So uh but then on top of that we also got Apex and ogre, You know, um if you don't know, I love me some damn Zenogre. <laughs> it's probably better with that. <laughs> oh man oh uh, hey hey I'm a growl alright <laughs> <laughs> oh let me stop let me stop <laughs> and then uh, apparently there's a new story ending as well so at least how even though I mean I it's hard to describe but at least how they the the game left off it did yet yeah, didn't technically seem like an ending but obviously for the ending that would be so it's curious uh well it is like very uh interesting in terms of like how these two monsters i don't want to spoil it for people that may want to play but or haven't got there yet, but how these two monsters I wonder if you face them both at the same time? That makes sense. Uh, I would assume it. That that'd be a first technically for Monster Hunter, like facing two two elder dragons at once. That will probably be I think that's the logical like reasoning, if you will. So hey. Um and then it seems like going by the chart, also some additional uh, regular quests for some apex monsters. Um, I know we talked about before where it seems like uh, at least when the game initially released, like all the apex monsters were tied to um, rampage mode, which, you know, of course they, they encouraging people to play uh, rampage, but now it is really cool to see that these apex monsters now have their own quest where you can, you know, beat their, beat their ass individually. So I'm loving it. I'm really loving the, the cadence of these uh, updates. I've, I've not been not gotten back into the Monster Hunter Rise grind yet, but uh, probably more than likely will probably jump in this weekend, potentially. Uh, then there is going to be another update uh, for more DLC event quests uh, and then at least their roadmap. Uh, at the end of the July, a Capcom collab, too. So, who knows? We might see <laughs> that's gonna. Oh, the thought just makes me laugh. We might see uh, <laughs> Lady Demetresque. <laughs> a part, part of me really wants to see that, though. <laughs> Man, a Lady Demetresque monster boss. Oh my god they could totally like reskin, a goss a rag and reskin. Uh, I hate that it would go so well. Oh no, there's, it might actually be likely. Oh my God. Uh, just the epiphany I just had about it now. Uh, it, it kind of disgusts me now knowing how, like, how, like, good it will fall into place without much effort more or less Ugh, i hate it so basically at least try to try to explain what i'm thinking so goss for those that may not know goss rag one of the uh kind of the later monsters in the game depending on you know your progress he um basically is a demon ba- demon bear i don't know it's hard to describe. He's like kind of a mythical monster, but either way, uh, he, part of his, like, I don't know, I guess gimmick is that he can like freeze his hand into like a sword or whatever. And then, you know, of course, uh, if you played resident evil village, lady Demetresque has, uh, a growing claw in her hand, or, you know, she can extend her hand, extend her, her fingers into into claws talons, like really long talons. I guess I've never looked at her hands. I probably should look at her hands more. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at other stuff on Lady Demetress. Excuse me, I am a man. All right, leave me leave me alone. So I could, ah, uh, mm, uh, yeah, they could probably could where I could see them like totally reskinning over uh, Gossarag, making it taller, and then you know kind of implement the same thing. And then you fight (laughs) Lady Dimitrescu as a, as a uh, downloadable event quest or whatever, either that, or you just get a Lady Dimitrescu skin where, you know, the female uh, monster hunter will be able to dress as Lady Dimitrescu, you know, with the, with the boobies out and, uh, you know, got the, got the, um, the iconic hat that's that, that has to be tilted to the side. I will accept nothing less. (laughs) Nothing less. It can't be tilted to the wrong side. It 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 can't be straight. No, it has to be tilted at an angle. Or or Capcom, we are gonna have serious issues. (laughs) These are my demands. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it could be a Moreau. It could be Moreau. Uh, I doubt Heisenberg. Um. Yeah, that's a lot of potential. I, I definitely think it's going to be Resident Evil Village. Um, I think so. Uh, at least maybe we might get an announcement at uh, E3 slash Summer Games Fest where you might get more information about who it could be. But it's definitely at least going by, especially previous history with Capcom collaborations. It's definitely either some some upcoming Capcom game or some... Capcom game that's recently got been released, which uh, at least in this predicament is definitely Resident Evil Village. So I guess maybe the only thing that would be a go against it is that Resident Evil Village isn't on isn't well yet I guess isn't on uh, the Nintendo Switch, um, which is maybe the only thing I guess against it that you know, would maybe have me against it not happening, but is some, somebody going to collab. I know that much, but, uh, we'll see. And then, uh, I guess there's going to be a Capcom collab three at the end of August as well. And I guess that's at least tentatively the, uh, least update roadmap so far for Monster Hunter Rise. But I mean, if it just ended there, I'd be pretty satisfied either way. I mean, uh, very decent, um, you know, assortment of monsters. Um, yeah. If they put like just maybe one or two monsters with each update, these, uh, following months, I'd be satisfied. I mean, as somebody who hasn't, hasn't played monster Hunter in a minute, gotten back to it in a minute, you know, putting a hundred hours into it. Cause it's like, you know, that's, that's kind of my, my barometer, but I digress. Um, so yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Moving on. Dragon Quest. Let me try it. Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest. <laughs> I like it. I got, it. <laughs> I got a little old I got a little old. I got a little old. I'm gonna get there though. Um Dragon Quest. 35th anniversary. Um, Basically, they uh, had an event uh, Wednesday. Basically, uh, having a lot of stuff, Dragon Quest. If you, you Dragon Quest fan, boy, you had a good amount of stuff because uh, at least the first aspect, um, Dragon Quest Treasures, which apparently is an RPG treasure hunt adventure starring characters from Dragon Quest 11 set before the events of the number title. That's also planning a simultaneous worldwide release, which I think is, is kind of crazy. Cause I think that's that this might be a first for Dragon Quest. I uh, I know at least specifically for Dragon Quest, Yeah, you know, I think that this seems to be the theme now with a lot of Japanese, um, popular, uh ips that you know maybe not as popular in the west but definitely super popular at least in japan that now they're actually doing worldwide releases which is is pretty cool actually consider you know <laughs> excuse me we get we always get the short end shorter the stick at least personally from experience uh <laughs> yakuza thank you thank you for um acting right now uh Dragon Quest 10 uh an expansion to the MMO that so far only released received a release in Japan and then on top of that Dragon Quest 10 offline a top down version of Dragon Quest 10 that will not require an internet connection to play so uh i guess that you are forced to be online well, I guess it would make sense since Dragon Quest Ten is an MMO, but I'm I'm guessing there's some single player component that you could play in addition to the multiplayer aspect. Um, Dragon Quest Keshi Keshi. <laughs> that I just like how that sounds. A free to play mobile puzzle game for iOS and Android that will feature feature popular series characters, monsters, and items as erasers, which are used to erase graffiti in the game. And then, of course, they revealed a Dragon Quest 12, which is, of course, the next uh, title in in the Dragon Quest main line. Uh, Let me do it. Dragon Dragon Quest Quest 12, 12. the The flames Flames of of fate. fate. I kind of like that. Um, So. uh, I guess the big (laughs) the big interesting uh, aspect with this one is that they are changing the traditional turn-based battle system and it's some weird wording will be more directed at adults. So I don't, I mean, adults like turn-based battle. I don't, I don't get what that means. I guess the only thing you can <laughs> take from that is that it's not going to be turn-based, <laughs> which is kind of probably funny now to think about it. Cause like I was seeing a lot of memes about, the the revelation now that Dragon Quest 12 will not at least from what we're the information we were provided is not going to be turn based um <laughs> that is probably going to maybe potentially be more like yakuza <laughs> now that yakuza uh is going to be more turn based <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> uh, dragon quest yakuza like hey you <laughs> you want my lunch yeah yeah let me get yours <laughs> Uh, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. I mean, I'm still sad about Yakuza. <laughs> uh, it's, it's still funny. Actually, I might, that might get me to actually play Dragon Quest as somebody who's looked at Dragon Quest from afar is not, uh, fully dived into it, but I, <laughs> I have like 11. And of course I forgot, like, I think 11 is on game pass too, but I've just never gotten into it. Just never have. I have definitely had interest uh, into it, Um, but just never never caught on. I forgot they also announced Dragon Quest Three HD Two D, which is just that's just if you want to confuse people that have not been in that <laughs> that are trying to get into games, that's just gonna just just fuck them off. <laughs> it's like you know what? I'm I'm good. I'm not. I don't I don't think I'm gonna play Dragon Dragon. I'm not gonna play games at all. <laughs> Hey, you want to play Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, really. So apparently this is uh basically Dragon Quest 3 remade in HD and 2D. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine. Um, I definitely would probably play this, uh, at least as somebody who would kind of at least want to get a taste of Dragon Quest in terms of, like what was it like? before, you know, at least in its uh, early days. And I'm always, I'm that type of person. I like to, if I want to get into a series, I like to just, you know, just raw dog it. (laughs) I mean, cold turkey, whatever, you know, play some of the rough, play the rougher games, you know, uh, you know, that may be more archaic uh, when you compare it to today's standards. But I at least will want to, play the earlier games but you know that's the issue with rpgs they take what 40 i mean i guess the older ones were much shorter though at least i think generally older ones are at least 30 to 40 hours generally uh you know with uh, of course some exceptions but um i'd be interested so um yeah dragon quest 12 uh ironically considering that yakuza 7 wants to be like dragon quest and in turn 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 based to be like dragon quest now dragon quest like you know what yakuza i like you too let me maybe uh maybe action based So some of the memes that were going around, like (laughs) it had Yakuza throwing like a a Yakuza thug with, uh, the Dragon Quest headpiece and, uh, uh, what I think Isaac hair. And then the dude was like, uh, what is the, what is the Dragon Quest enemy? Is it a goop? I'm totally, it's the, it's the blue thing that looked like a teardrop, but it's, but it, but it got a, (laughs) this is the most ignorant description. It's like a blue thing, but. Uh, look like a teardrop, but it's smiling. It, you know what I mean? You, Hey, it's, it's probably ignorant, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's got the. there's a damn, it's a teardrop, but it got a smile on it. though. <laughs> so ignorant. Oh my God. I hate it. Hey, but, but you know what I mean though? I'm just, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Oh man. Huh, oh, well <laughs> on that note <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> you announce a character like that. Uh, oh man. Um <laughs> I can't even I'm trying so hard. Oh man. Um okay. It's, it's is a it's a, a, a teardrop, but <laughs> But what it got a mean, it's, it's got, got a smile on it though. <laughs> 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 oh, that is ignorantly stupid. Ugh. Oh, I'm ashamed of myself, not really though. Um no regrets. Um <laughs> moving on. Who oh, boy. Who oh, boy. uh keep it in line man the the news just keeps coming, man so on top of dragon Quest thirty fifth anniversary uh Sonic had a sonic central event where they uh revealed a a decent amount of stuff um but goodness, so I watched it 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 at least generally it was like a, roughly about fifteen or so minutes I think but i guess the the first initial announcement was. Of course, Sonic, what did they call it? Sonic, uh, collection? Yeah, I know this is tech. I think it was technically rumored before, but, uh, the Sonic collection, um, basically consists of Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, uh, CD. And is that it? Let me, let me, let me fact check real quick. Um, Sonic Origins, I guess that's the official title for it. Sonic Origins. And yeah, uh, it consists, the compilation of Sonic the Hedgehog, one, two, three and Knuckles and Sonic CD. No release date has been announced for that as well. So at least, uh, definitely have a lot of questions regarding Sonic three and knuckles. (laughs) Um, where, you know, I think at least with any compilation, like even like the recent, like Sega, Sega Genesis collections and whatnot, they seem to not have, um, they seem to not have the, uh, you know that 3 was never included i think knuckles technically as well at least for sure 3 but um i think it was due to i think the weird like music licensing issues where i, I believe the 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 known issue was that um michael jackson michael jackson i'm sorry i got to let me try to do it lower it's me mac it's me, it's Michael, Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, the only time the freaking low pitch the low pitch tune uh actually came into play. Wow, you a real piece of work. It's me, Michael, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can't keep my I can't get my voice that low uh high naturally. It's it's a gift and a curse, you know. But um I believe Michael Jackson like helped with music with for Sonic three. And it was like a weird, like a lot of his songs that he officially made, like were very like uh, eerily, very uh, similar um, from Sonic three or vice versa. So I forgot what happened. I think there was like some, I know, I think that was the main issue that in turn like made things super difficult in terms of, um, uh, licensing or like, I think maybe there's some lawsuits that, you know, locked up Sonic three and like, you know, legal hell, uh, to my understanding. Um, so I'm very curious if like one, will all that music be reinstated intact? and uh two um if it isn't like will we just get some booty some booty songs or something like (laughs) we'll actually get literal booty booty songs people just (laughs) (laughs) you playing sonic 3 and just literal booties clapping that's it (laughs) what am i doing what am i (laughs) oh oh man we just we drinking ignorant juice today, man. Let me tell you, though. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh okay, so aside from that, uh Sonic make, making some weird, eerie cameos in some games. Uh two-point hospital, if you want to look like a creepy um Sonic or Knuckle or or Tails. Uh, there you go. You can look like a creepy Sonic knuckle and knuckle and nails, knuckle and tails. Um, so I mean, if you're into that, but Hey, if you want to, if you want that, uh, creepy, uh, factor to turn up like two notches, fuck it. 10 to be honest. Uh, you can play Sonic in Olympic games, Tokyo 2020, where you can look like yet another weird ass sonic or a person dressed in a sonic outfit but he he can go fast and they give him all the speed effects and you know it showed <laughs> that video was funny as hell like showed sonic sonic and or whoever some weird person in in costume under sonic knocking somebody out like playing boxing sonic sonic dunking on people in you know basketball <sighs> I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that's your thing, though, if you into the, if you into weird, creepy Sonic dressed people, hey, play some Two Point Hospital in Olympic Games Tokyo twenty twenty. <laughs> if, if that, if that tickles your fancy, if what I said, if all of what I said uh, was like, oh, oh, actually, actually, I do love, cre- <laughs> actually, I do love creepy looking Sonic people. Uh, actually oh you sold me on that i'm playing it right now so yeah yeah <laughs> and then uh you know if you hate yourself you can also stream uh sonic mania sonic forces and team sonic racing on uh amazon luna and ps now if you uh <laughs> if you want to go fast, but not really because there's like maybe like three milliseconds of lag. Um, Hey, <laughs> Amazon Luna and PS now got you back. <laughs> if you, if you, <laughs> if you want to go fast, but, but want to think about it too. <laughs> so you technically not going fast. Hey, Amazon Luna and PS now got you. I'm 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 being ignorant as well. I mean, it's been a minute since I play PS now, but man, that experience was noticeably laggy and just the as somebody you know plays generally high Twitch games and stuff like that, I will notice lag like instantly. And I was playing like uh, Earth Defense Force, which maybe is not the most critical game when it comes to lag, but it's noticeable, like. It's just noticeable. That's all. The only thing I can tell you, it's of course you know playable, but just to me it's like, ugh, it's kind of disgusting. I don't really like it. I love me some responsiveness. Okay, I like when I want to when I push X. I want them to do something. I don't want to push X and then like two seconds later then they do something. Ugh, disgusting. Get it away from me. But I digress. Uh, Sonic mobile game events. Uh, you can play as Super supersonic in, in, um, Sonic, Sonic forces. Uh, and then for Sonic dash, you can be a pirate themed character. If you know, Hey, <laughs> there's that one person's like, ah, I would get into Sonic dash, but uh, these pirate themed characters, uh, uh it, <laughs> it doesn't have any pirate themed characters. I mean, how you, <laughs> how you going to make a Sonic Dash game without pirate-themed characters? What Get this trash out of my face. <laughs> huh. Well, hey, you know, if you've been waiting on it. <laughs> what? The one person that is? Hey, your prayers have been answered, sir. <laughs> ma'am, sir, ma'am, your prayers have been answered. Uh... <laughs> I'm just literally thinking in my head some dude is like legitimately mad and frustrated that <laughs> of all games, Sonic Dash on mobile doesn't have, <laughs> doesn't have pirate themed characters. Oh, oh, I'm trying. I'm holding it back. Um, Sonic Racing is a uh, will add classic characters, cards, tracks and get this. Hey. Hey, probably that same dude that's mad about (laughs) not having pirate themed characters. Hey, you know what we got for you? We got a werehog, you know, werehog from that one horrible Sonic game. What was it? Sonic, Sonic Unleashed, I think. Hey, we got werehog for you. (laughs) Uh, The two people that have been waiting for werehog in Sonic, Sonic Racing oh no, my bad, Sonic Forces and Dash, hey your prayers have been answered (laughs) oh man oh man, this is horrible Uh, and then they also uh, had updates for Sonic Prime, which I guess is going to be the uh, Netflix show for uh, Sonic as well I think uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate uh, was also revealed as a, a remaster of Sonic, the original Sonic colors. Um, also, so, Hey, I, I believe these are made by the same people that remade a uh, mass effect legendary edition, or, you know, were are basically under remaking mass effect legendary edition. So, uh, then Sonic colors rise of the wisp, which is, uh, another animated series. It doesn't say where this will be though. It's a two part animated series. That will feature a uh, longtime Sonic voice actor, Roger Craig Smith. So, I guess recently he departed. I guess he was saying he was no longer doing Sonic, but then he he then rejoined to uh, do it, do the role now. So, cool. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> of course, probably the biggest. Uh, well, no, I forgot about the Sonic. They actually teased the new Sonic that's coming in 2022, but they just, it was just a very brief teaser trailer. Sonic just running and it looked digitally, it looked digital and that's it. And then it looks like it could be interpreted a lot of ways. It showed some icon, which I think maybe could be, uh, uh, infinite infinity symbol. Maybe this is, uh, I don't know either way, new Sonic game coming out. Um, 2022. So if you thought Sonic was gone, you shut up because he's not, he's here to stay. All right. And then of course the biggest takeaway, uh, at least for me, cause I'm black <laughs> and I think they said it in their Uh, what did they say? They said it in their Was it hip hop culture? I think they like the narrator literally said it. Um, which is, I don't know how I feel about that, but basically, uh, wow. Yeah. The narrator said, uh, the necklaces are for fans. The fans dialed in a hip hop culture. It's like, come on, man. Really? Like anybody could wear these. Why does it gotta be hip hop culture? Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a whole nother tangent. We could, could get on, but I'm not, um, but yeah, so they revealed, uh, Sonic, uh, chains. Is that, is it, is it the, I forgot what they called it. Is that the official? Either way, it's, uh, Sonic, uh, chains. So if you know, um, Drake, I know you play Sonic. Don't, don't lie. Uh, Hey, uh, what little, little, little Yachty. Hey, you, you know, Hey, I know you, I'm being, I'm totally ignorant. I'm not even telling these, don't even know these people are like gamers like that. But either way, uh, <laughs> it's so random to be honest. The more I'm thinking about it, it's super random. But basically uh, gold chains for uh that for, of Sonic, uh, Tails, Shadow, and Knuckles. So, um, hey, if you see me, If you see me on the street and I got all these chains, talk to me nice. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Uh, These are kind of cool, though, but I I still don't know how to feel about that. I'm pretty. Yeah, the narrator literally said uh, the necklaces are for fans styled in the hip hop culture. It's like you didn't even need to say that. You just (laughs) could. (sighs) Ah. yeah that I don't know that really made me feel some type of way man I'm not even gonna lie the more I thought I'm thinking about it now, but <sighs> uh well you know uh either way uh there's <laughs> twitter Twitter as always just 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 going crazy with it so <laughs> Uh, somebody put up a picture of, uh, Uncut Gems, uh, Adam Sandler's character. I forgot his name, but <laughs> he, he got the chain with, uh, Sonic <laughs> probably showing it to, showing it to Kevin Garnett. He's like, hey, this is real shit right here, man. This is real shit. KG. Um, Hey, that's my impression. But, uh, uh it, I I mean, it's, it does appeal to me though, but I mean, I don't want to be, Put in this box of hip hop culture. That's that's my that's my issue. But but I digress. <laughs> so I mean, uh, what um, Drake, Wiz Khalifa, Thundercat. Um, hey, um, this is basically to you because we we ain't all we ain't all got it like that. Uh, I mean, I love Sonic. I, I am a fan, but I don't. <laughs> I ain't that much of a fan, I ain't, I ain't get no diamond. Uh, apparently this is diamond, excuse me, not gold, but diamond. Um, I don't, I don't know if I love Sonic that much, but again, if you see me with all these chains on, uh, talk to me nice. That's all I'm saying. So (laughs) yeah, so that like, I'm still kind of in disbelief. This literally happened at a Sonic event. Culture. Uh, why? Well, fans dialed into hip hop culture. Uh, I somebody need to talk with whoever whoever thought that was a good idea. I digress. I I digress so hard right now. I am digressing so damn hard right now. woo <laughs> woosa, <laughs> um yeah, so (sighs) oh my god Uh, we live in a society (laughs) we live in a society Uh, so yeah, um, that was the Sonic Central stream (laughs) for, you know yeah, if you uh, catered towards you know, if you're a (sighs) fan uh, dialed into hip hop culture we had something for you too, so <sighs> yeah. I am. I am leaving that alone. I am so leaving that alone. Uh, moving on. Uh, Square Enix, uh, has announced a, uh, well my bad a rumor this is a rumor so of course grain of salt but square enix is set to announce a new action rpg final fantasy spinoff <laughs> so in my head i'm thinking like so is this what excuse me final fantasy versus 16 was gonna be before it wasn't and is 15 uh who knows this apparently isn't this is like a literal spin off this isn't i guess that n- i think what technically would be final fantasy 16 um which technically is going to be more actiony than i think even final fantasy 7 remake so uh this is a legit like action rpg so um i'm definitely interested though uh my attention is grabbed I do like <laughs> I'm saying this as somebody who's literally only played Final Fantasy seven of the Final Fantasy lineage of games. But I mean, I'm still interested, though. That gameplay is good and tight. I mean, I play it. I totally would. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think there's really. uh, Yeah. I know there's some speculation. Well, no, yeah, because it's a it's a legit spin-off, but would that does it mean it's a spin-off of an existing Final Fantasy uh game? Or is it just its own thing? I would assume it, it has to be a spin-off of one of the existing IPs. I would assume. I mean, there's too many iconic uh final Final Fantasy six. Final fantasy games that resonate with people that haven't been brought into like a recent, you know, space or updated or, you know, remastered necessarily that, um, would definitely benefit from this treatment and spin off. I, yeah, I find it hard to believe it would just be a legit original final fantasy game that doesn't have any ties to any of the, you know, what (laughs) we have 15, final fantasy games uh yeah i find it hard to believe that it would not like directly spin off of one of the older final fantasy games so that's at least my suspicion or uh prediction that it's definitely gonna be uh, i (laughs) i feel like what your favorite final fantasy is like a very controversial question i think to a lot of people i think depending on who you talk to but because at least in my from my knowledge like the most popular most popular final fantasy or people's general favorite final fantasy games from what i've heard it's either seven six um nine or ten those are generally the top ones i hear the most often, I think. So I feel like it's gotta be one of those. I feel like what will be probably the most beneficial potentially might be six, considering it's the oldest out of the list of uh, Final Fantasy games I mentioned. So, but I definitely think it's gonna be spun off of maybe, I would assume it'd be one of the, the games that have not been spun off already in some shape or some some way shape or form, so. I'm, I'm down for it though. I love me some action RPGs. Um, so my attention is grabbed. I know that much. (laughs) I know that much moving on. Um, do you remember skull and bones? You probably don't, but, uh, for those that may not know skull and bones was basically (laughs) <laughs> was basically the Assassin's Creed 4 minigame spun off into its own original game itself, which at least the prospect considering uh loving the um the boat um ship minigame in Uncharted not uncharted but um in um Assassin's Creed 4. Uh I was definitely looking forward to Skull and Bones, but it seems like this has been having a, uh, having a very rocky road in terms of development. Cause I think this was technically supposed to come out as early as 2018. I believe I could be wrong, but it was either 2018 or 2019. But uh, basically, it seems like they fully scrapped everything and are basically um, starting from scratch. It seems like so. It's unfortunate because I definitely would. Uh, it was it, it, this was definitely on my radar at least for um, at least enjoying the ship combat from from a Assassin's Creed Four. So it's unfortunate i'm looking to see if there was like a definitive reason at least we'll read this statement uh from gameluster.com according to a source familiar with inner workings at ubisoft was asked not to be identified the ship combat adventure skull and bones had to restart development from scratch a second time just a few months ago in their string of actions to combat sexual harassment allegations this past year ubisoft removed the managing director director at their singapore studio who was developing skull skull and bones okay our sources told us that around the same time skull and bones was brought back to the drawing room table and had to begin work from the ground up uh game luster was not able to confirm if these two events were directly connected our sources told us that the new alpha build is very similar to microsoft's popular multiplayer prior game sea of thieves and uses the first person pov uh in the ship, but turns the third person when you exit the ship. They also said that this game is in pretty early stages right now and even is using many untextured boxes. So there, there's no way it'll be done in time for 2021 launch and likely not even 2022. Damn. I think this was, was this one of the games I, I have not even checked my uh, fantasy fantasy game critic in a while, but <laughs> Oh, actually, let me do Let me do a live check real quick, because who oh boy. Uh, watch it be one of the games I actually uh, drafted in my. Uh... OK, well, at least I did it, but at least I did it. OK. I feel bad for ever did. I know somebody did if I did, but. So, yeah, Skull and Bones is not, is no longer, well, not, (laughs) it's not canceled, just (laughs) back to the drawing board and what, uh, Purgatory until we actually see more about it. So, hope it, uh, does, you know, hey, this could be the next Resident Evil 4, you never know. Resident Evil 4 had a very troubled development and you know, had to literally scratch everything and go back to the drawing board and is literally one of my favorite games of all time. So don't give up. Don't give up. Hope <laughs> don't give up. Stop it. Do not. I don't know. who I'm talking to Ubisoft do. stop. Don't give up. Don't get, don't give up. Okay. <laughs> um, Next topic. So this is a topic that is, uh, I think, I, I guess, depending on who you ask is a very, um, I think surprisingly controversial for some reason. I don't know. I don't think it's that huge of a deal or that big of a deal, but let's talk about Twitch and Twitch pools and hot tubs and beaches. So uh, recently, I think this or last week, Twitch uh, implemented a hot tub. uh, Well, pools, hot tub and beaches category now uh, for uh, similar to like um, in real life. And at least the one I'm on podcast talk shows, whatever. So at least now uh, or before, um, things got a little weird. I mean, admittedly, uh, as well as somebody kind of, uh, on the outside looking in, where <laughs> it caught on like wildfire. <laughs> it caught on like wildfire for like uh, what's what's her name? Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, where basically, uh, how do I even describe this? a lot of generally women streamers. I've not necessarily seen a lot of man streamers doing this. Um, but generally women streamers were starting to resort to, uh, streaming from a hot tubs. Um, which at least, uh, for me looking in seemed, um, What's the word? <sighs> Not counterintuitive, but, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. They they called it a meta, a hot tub meta, which when you kinda of think about it, I mean, depending on what you ask, it's kind of a, it is a, what, it, <laughs> the strongest, <laughs> most OP uh, uh thing in, in when it comes to Twitch. <laughs> Again, depending on what you ask, but, I think generally speaking, I mean, it I think was somewhat of a monopoly at the time where I think it was captivating a lot of Twitch viewers uh, to look at those streams and, you know, uh, go over those uh, compared to other people that weren't in hot tubs, weren't women necessarily, or, you know, immensely attractive, I guess. But I think it just, it, it, it complicated a lot of stuff. Um, at least from my end, uh, in terms of like my interpretation of the whole thing, totally fine with women who are attractive, sexy, even, you know, doing her thing. I don't think that's an issue. Um, I think it, I think the biggest issue about it is the fact that, uh, it could definitely be seen as not safe for work in a lot of, in some scenarios where, you know, which is kind of unfortunate because some women are, you know, I guess more gifted than others when it comes to, <sighs> I am dancing around this so hard, certain aspects, but again, it's not really their fault. You know what I mean? It's like, I forgot Twitch had an official statement about it. Actually, it's probably maybe more conducive to read that specifically from their end. It's a lot. Actually, I'm not going to read all this. This is very long. I don't got the time for it, but, uh, essentially is that, you know, it's, it's up to you in terms of how you interpret, um, women streamers and their attractiveness and stuff like that. So, which is valid understandable um but i think at least let's say somebody who's just you know browsing around for videos whatever i think it does get a little dicey especially <laughs> i guess if you're one of the employees that even allows watching twitch from work but um where you know you're just trying to look at look at magic together gathering and <laughs> You, uh, Cindy two pops. I hope that is not an existing streamer. I am like being random as hell right now. Um, they're like, you know, in their swimwear, uh, you know, playing and, you know, just, (laughs) uh, and then Bob starts feeling funny, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how this works (laughs) either way. I think, uh, them now doing categories f- specifically for this, uh, does make sense, especially I think from advertising standpoint as well. Cause I think a lot of advertisers were starting to have issues like, I guess, advertising content like this, that is kind of somewhat suggestive in some aspects, you know, so I understand that. Uh, but I do like now that it's categorized. So like, <laughs> Hey, if you, if you into that, by all means, there you go. And on top of that, they did add for a lot of other people too, a lot of other tags as well. So like if you're black, if you're uh trans, if you buy and stuff like that, which is really cool too. I'm kind of concerned in some aspects where that could be potentially depending on how it's implemented. could be like, I don't know, hate targeting in some cases where it's like, I don't know if you're just some spiteful dude that just is like, <laughs> Let me, let me see all the people with the black tag. Let me be racist or something. I don't know. That's at least what I'm thinking. I don't know. Totally. Maybe not be irrelevant, be relevant, but either way, I am totally fine with the platform having uh, this. I mean, Twitch is just expanding a lot of ways and you know, a lot of people are getting a lot of things out of Twitch. Um, that may not be necessarily game related, um, uh, which I'm all for and, you know, creativity and expanding your horizons, all that good stuff. So I think this is definitely seems to be the best solution to, uh, mitigate at least some people having issues with it. I know children too, that like watch streams where <laughs> Billy, little Billy, uh, maybe sh- maybe start uh maybe maybe going through puberty it might be um might be uh feeling a little weird <laughs> feeling a little weird I guess I don't know but hey I'm all for it I mean I think it it's totally fine it's just I think the 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 funneling and direction of it was I think my issue with it but now that it's kind of mitigated um to be more controllable, I guess, technically, uh, I think it is at least more fair, you know, in in that aspect. So, so (laughs) I've probably been dancing around a lot of stuff, uh, because it is very vague in a lot of ways in terms of how people are interpreting it, but at least trying to give my two cents on it. Hopefully I did a good job. I'm sorry either way, (laughs) but Yeah. With that being said, that uh, at least concludes all the news for this, this, this episode. So, um, now let's get into what I've been uh, playing. So what I have been playing, you already know. Mass Effect Legendary Edition um beat mass effect one um it's pretty good pretty fulfilling i think de- generally is a a a very very welcome improvement to the uh original uh original game on a three sixty for sure uh a lot of the improvements made it way more enjoyable engaging and uh Yeah, playing it uh, this time definitely felt much better. Uh, uh, I guess spoilers for Mass Effect Legendary Edition, but it was one aspect I'm not sure I did before, but was very fulfilling Uh, now, (laughs) was uh, basically towards the end of the game, uh, I think if you get your charm and or intimidate skill all the way up, I don't think I ever knew that you could convince uh, Saren to shoot himself. (laughs) And that's what I did. And I was like, Oh hell yeah, this is cool. I wonder, I was curious. I I don't remember the boss fight. If you fight him technically twice, if you, you're not able to convince him or if, um, if, uh, that he, either way, he generally shoots himself or gets shot by somebody. I don't know. Either way, it was, it was dope as hell. I have to probably, you know, look up a FAQ or something see if, uh, what was possible in that scenario. But I, part of me just wants to keep that head cannon that like, Oh man, I didn't know you could, you could make him shoot himself <laughs> before. But it was something that was very weirdly, oddly fulfilling about that for some reason that like, man, I, I'm so charming. I <laughs> convinced the, convinced the bad guy to shoot himself. But, um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. But then he got back up, and I was like, a part of me was like, "Hey, if, if he if he shoots himself and like I don't do a boss fight, it, that's that's good enough for me. I'm totally fulfilled by that because just the fact that like all this work I was doing for my skills and you know him just killing himself, I'm like, that's pretty great. I I'm I'm totally fine with that. But unfortunately, he got back up. Well, controlled by the uh by the Reaper Sovereign. So had to kill him again, uh, at least with my own hands and and Rex and Garrus's, but c- killed him again. And then, you know, <laughs> they did that fake out at the end where I was like, Oh no, Shepard is dead. I forgot what happened. I, I was like, do I get like fucked up in this one? And then I get like cybernetically enhanced in the second one. But uh, that wasn't the case. So either way, had a great experience with the first one, uh, shortly after hopped on a two, uh, two was really good, man. At least, especially the initial part, like you start off just your whole ship is in disarray, getting destroyed and whatnot. And then now you have to have to make your way back, uh, or kind of pick up the pieces all over again. Uh, you technically died and were cybernetically enhanced brought back now. Um, which is yeah, just cool of itself, but playing one of the, I guess, debatably one of the best games of all time. And it does feel like that. Um, just recruiting people, uh, the, the gunplay feels good. It, it, it's a bit of an adjustment coming from, um, the first one, since there wasn't any ammo in the first one year, there was, just, it was just cool down with your weapons. Now there's a ammo, which kind of sucks. Like I was, Using my heavy pistol since I, I think the class I chose was um, Vanguard, which lets you charge people and you can't use assault rifles, which kind of is is annoying now. After the fact, cause I, part of me wishes I had uh, I'm able to use assault rifles. I'm not sure if you can gain that ability or maybe possibly change your class, cause I kind of wanted to. But either way just the adjustment, but it does the game gameplay does feel good. Dialogue commentary does feel great. And I'm starting to to see why, yeah, this is one of the, uh, consider one of the best games of all time. Cause it's definitely sure as hell feeling like it. So, um, I, uh, just saved Garrus or got him on a team and, you know, unfortunate events happen, but, um, Garris is with me again. We have, we are back together. We are back together, reunited, ready to, um, fight whoever the (laughs) bitch betrays us. I don't know. All in all, thoroughly enjoying Mass Effect Legendary Edition so far, but, so yeah, um, played a little bit of Gears 5, uh, (laughs) Funny, um, I guess the, the new operation dropped where it's kind of like somewhat of a semi-season type deal where, you know, they drop new content, like new maps, uh, characters and stuff like that. So season seven dropped, uh, the new map is pretty cool. I think only played it once or twice, but I do like, it seems to be a mix of mansion and, uh, kind of river a little bit it seems like mainly mansion, but like no mansion, I guess. I don't know. Just, I noticed a lot of similar, a lot of similarities to the mansion map from like the original gears, gears games, but, um, it's enjoyable. I do enjoy it. Uh, (laughs) recently though, I was playing, uh, this playlist. I feel like this is recently they implemented this, but I was playing, uh, one of the limited time playlists, at least, I guess maybe this week is golden gun, but it was throwing me for a loop, man, because, uh, golden gun is basically golden gun where, um, am I going (coughs) to, excuse me, um, golden gun where you, uh, have one shot. Well, it takes a very long time to reload between shots. If you don't, kill the person with the shot, but basically one shot, if you, um, from the hip, you can't aim one shot from the hip. If you kill the person, you instantly can shoot again, kind of similar to gun game a little bit, but it has some deviations, but, uh, probably the funniest part though, is that <laughs> when you shoot the gun, it just makes like, uh, the gears, uh, the gears, like, um, characters noise, uh, if they... Like pew pew noises, so basically when they shoot the gun, it's like pew. <laughs> like go uh, uh, Cole is just saying pew. <laughs> you have to, you'd have to see it in action, but like <laughs> when it comes to the play, it is funny as hell. Um, so that kept me, that kept me engaged to be honest. It's just the you're shooting it and it doesn't even make a gun sound. It's like a, somebody saying pew. Uh, like as if the, the gun literally says the voice of the person when it shoots, which is just the best thing that I didn't know I wanted, but now experiencing it, I'm glad I, I have it in my life. (laughs) So, uh, that's getting played, uh, again, for sure. But outside of that, uh, I did yet again, uh, re up. Thank you. Thank you so much. I did uh, a reup. For those that don't know, reup is t- pretty much like Prestige and in Call of Duty, where if you reach a level one hundred, you get to start from scratch, and you know get get a little bit more bragging rights and credit to your to your name. So, um, which is surprising for gears. I've actually just been consistently playing the game all this time. You know, here and there, not like religiously religiously necessarily, but so yeah. Gears five. It's pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh also Black Ops Cold War. Played a little bit. <laughs> I keep I keep forcing myself to play it. Um but uh, you know, they uh r- you know dropped uh John McClain from Die Hard and Rambo. Um so they had these cool limited time modes. I dabbled into that a little bit. I played, um, what what was it? Die, die hard point. That's, that's I give them credit for that one. Die hard point where it's pretty much hard point mixed with amped or cranked where the cranked is like you, uh, when you kill somebody, you have 30 seconds to kill somebody else or keep the kills going, uh, before your timer runs out. But if you, are in the hard point, uh, it'll, the timer will freeze. Um, and you know, basically a interesting, like kind of spin on cranked mixing it with hard point, which is pretty cool. So enjoyed that. Um, the new map well, not new map, but, uh, uh, map coming back. I think, I think it was only in black ops Two. I forgot what it was called, but it came back in in this one standoff right i'm pretty sure standoff um pretty dope uh i do love the map overall it's just (laughs) part of me wish i i I enjoy the gameplay more for cold war but it's (sighs) i feel like it's still the same story i'm just like i'm not like liking it as much as modern warfare like uh part of me is now is like not trying to play Modern Warfare because I know I'm just gonna wanna play that more than uh um Cold War, but I don't know. I mean I bought the battle pass, so now the pressure's on now I feel like I gotta get all the a hundred battle pass tiers, so <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. I don't know. I may actually give up battle tier battle pass tier grinding. We'll see <laughs> we'll see the uh the the fomo is uh it, is is coming back but uh yeah so and then also been uh <laughs> the journey of uh p s two hacking continues or soft modern basically but uh so funny story with uh i think I explained it in a couple uh, some episodes ago, but uh, interesting story with um, my uh, PS2 network drive that you can mod to have a SATA port to plug in a SATA drive and plug it into the fat PS2. So the one I got was basically questionable in terms of like I got it and it was like the port was like literally bent and I had to bend it back into place and it seemed like it was working. But then uh, come one day it wasn't showing up and I'm like, OK, it's got to be the the, the questionable setup port, which after the fact it seemed to be the case, so I basically bought another one, and that one uh, was man way better experience. Got it like within a day or something like that, compared to like two weeks I got this damn thing and it was bent. So much better experience and uh, modded that that SATA port in was able to connect it and uh, everything was way, way better and fine in terms of that. So, uh, was able to, um, install the games to the PS two and man, uh, being able to play like uh, Japanese games and, uh, you know, region locked games is pretty awesome. And I have to say everything works pretty damn well. Um, in terms like, you know, the, uh, the ISOs and stuff like that. So because I, I, I own the games, so, you know, wink, wink, but, um, yeah. So it was very fulfilling that, uh, you know, the, the, the PS, the old console hacking journey, uh, has continued and is now a resounding success. So now we'll eventually, maybe, uh, start streaming some classic games. That's at least ideally what I want to do, but it's like all these new games coming out that I do want to play as well. So first world problems at its finest, you know, I'm still, I'm still getting my eye on the (laughs) hacking the original Xbox, but I know that's much more of a very, uh, uh, demanding, uh, intricate task, but I'll see. Uh, at some point, it's gonna happen. I'll see if I can. I w- I will succeed at that. But yeah, outside of that, that's pretty much generally what I've been up to, playing wise. Um, Skid on what I've been watching, which has been. Uh, I did finish Yasuke, which is basically that uh Netflix um anime. Well, not anime. Yeah, I guess you could say anime of the uh, black samurai. Um, so did it actually pay off? I think it did. I think it did. Uh, I think the, 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 the show definitely picked up in the last couple episodes for sure. It was some, some, some shocking stuff happened, uh, some stuff I wasn't expecting. Uh, but all in all, I think I did enjoy it. Um, I would watch another season of it. Um, it, it didn't necessarily, well, I guess it did end, it ended kind of conclusively in terms of like, and what I mean by that is that it didn't seem to leave much room for, uh, a continuation of it that I, I, I could see, but I mean, at the same time, it does seem to be open, but it just at least wasn't any direct, you know, I don't know. Uh, I not necessarily cliffhanger, but at least something to, I don't know, suspect that may happen. in uh, if there was a season two, I guess there's a few things, but at least, you know, not obviously, uh, open for, for another season at least, but I did enjoy it. I thoroughly, uh, enjoyed it. it I, I I think I was right in terms of it. It, it would either pay off or like fall flat on his face. And I think it did pay off for the most part. So I do recommend it. If you uh, are into that sort of thing, if you like Samurais, <laughs> if you like, if you like Samurais, if you like black people, <laughs> uh, it's ignorant. I'm, I'm just on an ignorant streak today. <laughs> If you like samurais, if you like, <laughs> if you like black people, watch your suke. Uh, there you go. I, I have, I, and I fully endorse this message. Um, still watching some family guy. I mean, still just, just it's, it's, it's a comfort at this point now. Just like, you know, it's like, yeah, I just feel like laughing and, you know, I'm just going to family guy. I think I'm on season 18 now. Uh, I have to talk about one of the recent episodes I saw. So I'm pretty sure this was, uh, probably around the, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, I guess, controversy, uh, you know, with, uh, um uh, taking a knee during the Pledge of Allegiance. So I'm not sure I fell about that episode. So basically one of the family guy episodes was basically a satire about that where, what was it? Peter Griffin would... Peter Griffin, basically (laughs) he, he took a knee involuntarily because he had, uh, he had to, she was about to shit himself. So he was trying to contain it (laughs) and people interpreted it. Uh, him as taking a knee during, uh, you know, the national anthem. So then it caused this whole kerfuffle, you know, it was jabbing jokes. It's like, Oh yeah, if I get signed, I could get signed by Nike too. If I take a stand against, you know, uh, you know, human rights, whatever they kind of trivialized it of uh, the, you know, the actual point of it. But I mean, there was some, there was some, some, some funny stuff here and there, but I mean, uh, some cases there was, it was kind of pushing a little bit. There was uh you know, it was uh, a kind of, kind of trivializing a little bit too much, but you know, one of the uh, <laughs> few misses uh, when it came come came to family guy at least so far or at least a blatant miss uh, at least recently that comes to mind but outside of that it's pretty much been it, at least what i've been watching so with that being said that will conclude episode 106 of Social sites podcast uh, if you did enjoy this podcast, feel free to like, rate, subscribe on your respective platforms. Uh, I generally stream this podcast live on Twitch TV slash a switch ideally in the evenings. Um, you can also catch the archive of the video podcast as well on youtube.com slash a as well, but until next time y'all get your game on. Oh yeah. safe